In this devotional, I'm going to share with you three thoughts from 1 Peter chapter 4, verses 12 through 19, where I'll ask the question, how should we respond to persecution? First Peter 4, verses 12 through 19 says, Beloved, do not be surprised at the fiery trial when it comes upon you to test you, as though something strange were happening to you. But rejoice insofar as you share Christ's sufferings, that you may also rejoice and be glad when his glory is revealed. If you are insulted for the name of Christ, you are blessed because the spirit of glory and of God rests upon you. But let none of you suffer as a murderer or a thief or an evildoer or as a meddler, Yet if anyone suffers as a Christian, let him not be ashamed, but let him glorify God in that name. For it is time for judgment to begin at the household of God. And if it begins with us, what will be the outcome for those who do not obey the gospel of God? And if the righteous is scarcely saved, what will become of the ungodly and the sinner? Therefore, let those who suffer according to God's will entrust their souls to a faithful creator while doing good. Peter writes his letter to people who are in the midst of persecution. And he says, don't be surprised. Don't be surprised at the fiery trial you're experiencing. Don't be surprised when you have to suffer persecution because this is something to be anticipated. It's something that you can rejoice in and it's nothing to be ashamed of because it's demonstrating the power of God when you are able to persevere through such suffering. With this in mind, here are three thoughts from 1 Peter chapter 4, verses 12 through 19, answering the question, how should we respond to persecution? Thought number one, expectation. We should expect persecution. It's something that is inherent to the Christian faith. And here's the reason why. It's inherent to the Christian faith because Jesus Christ himself suffered. And if Jesus Christ himself, our Lord, suffered, then we should anticipate that we too will suffer for his name. If we bear his name, if we say the same sorts of things that he said, if we point to him as the means by which the Father is reconciling a people by his name to himself, then we should expect the same sort of treatment that he had received. And how was he received? With suffering. So we expect as believers to experience persecution because we shine a light on the wickedness that's inherent in the world by following Christ. Thought number two, rejoicing. We respond to persecution with rejoicing. And this is a little counterintuitive. This is not the expectation that you would have. You wouldn't anticipate that the response to persecution is rejoicing, but that's exactly what our attitude as believers should be. We should rejoice that we have been found worthy to suffer for the name of Christ. We should rejoice in the fact that we are able to experience suffering like Christ experienced for the name of Christ so that ultimately he will be glorified even more than he already has been. We rejoice because we have this opportunity to demonstrate that our faith isn't simply a matter of words, but it's real, that we actually believe these things, that we really trust in our Heavenly Father through the work of the Son, by the power of the Spirit. We trust that it's real. So we rejoice in suffering. We rejoice when we are persecuted because we know that the Lord is working out his purposes even in our pain. Thought number three, not ashamed. We will not be ashamed of the persecution that we experience.
If we suffer for the name of Christ, this is something to glory in. This is something that is a feather in our cap, not a mark against us. It's a joyous thing, a wondrous thing to suffer for the name of Christ. So we will not be ashamed of whatever the world throws at us as believers. We will not be ashamed to have lost life and limb for the name of Christ Jesus our Lord. In fact, that's an honor for us. It's a glory for us to stand up under the pressures of persecution. So we would not be ashamed, never ashamed, for suffering for the sake of Christ. If we suffer for being a murderer, for a thief, for doing evil in this world, yeah, we'll be ashamed of that. But we will not be ashamed of suffering for the name of our Lord and Savior Christ Jesus, because in suffering for his name, we are demonstrating that we truly believe that he is the Christ, the Son of the living God. These three thoughts come from the assigned reading of 1 Peter chapters 4 and 5. If you'd like to read through the Bible with me, you can do so by subscribing to this channel, by clicking on the link in the description, or by joining the Facebook group Through the Bible, where we are reading the text of Scripture together.